all I can say is, you know, I, I wish I had that kind of support when I first started buying property because, you know, when I when I bought my first property, I, you know, I, at 26, when I bought my first property, I, um, I, I, I certainly made a lot of mistakes. This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shump and in this special episode of Invest Like a Pro presented by Housefinder, we're chatting with buyer's agent Simon Liu. We delve into how a buyer's agent helps their clients to buy the best property for their portfolio, hear a real case study about how Liu helped a client buy 5 properties within 80 months and much, much more. We delve right into the topic as Lou talks to us about a certain client that he has helped build their portfolio. We learn about how this client found Lou and how they got started. This particular client was a, uh, when I met him, was a 24-year-old guy that just, you know, just freshly came out of university. Um, he's been wor- he'd been working for a couple of years already um, and he saved up his initial deposit which was actually quite good for a 24-year-old. I think from memory, it was around about the, the 70 or the 80K mark. You know, like he was a very good saver. He was very, and he still is extremely ambitious. Um, so, you know, he, you know, instead of like all his mates that maybe were out partying every night, like you do around that age, I think he was just more sort of focused on, you know, saving as much money as possible to buy a first property or just invest and, you know, find ways of making money and to, I guess, you know, improve his, his, his future. So, you know, when he reached out to me, um, you know, and we, we started talking about his, his goals, the initial goal that he had was like a lot of my clients is to ultimately quit their job. At 24 years old. Yeah, at 24 years old. I mean, it's, I think it's one of those things that, you know, is becoming more, more relatable, even for young, younger people. I guess it's, it's not a mixture of getting rich quick you know, and there is a lot of stigma around the younger generation, you know, wanting things immediately. But I think people are, are becoming naturally more ambitious and people are hearing and seeing things, you know, on social media and, and, and their peers, you know, achieving things that are that are above and beyond just a regular nine to five kind of kind of life. So, you know, this guy was, was definitely quite ambitious and wanted to sort of have a chat with me about, you know, achieving his goals through property. So initially, you know, he was extremely green, didn't know very much, if anything at all, about property investing. You know, he, he spoke to family and friends and, you know, they, they kind of gave their two cents, but none of them were kind of successful property investors themselves. So he didn't really, he wasn't really sure if they were giving him the right kind of um, advice and feedback and all that type of stuff. So, you know, we worked out, okay, we worked out again, a 10 year plan because in property, you can make a lot of money, you know, you can reach your goals, but it, it usually is a long-term play. When you're getting started in property, a buyer's agent can provide you with priceless information that you might not be aware of. It's not really something that you can make a quick buck on within six months, you know, if you buy, um, unless you get lucky, obviously everything, everyone's a little bit different if you buy, if you bought property right at the right at the bottom of the Sydney boom, you wouldn't have had to wait very, very long before you probably would have doubled in value. But one of those booms, you know, can come around literally once a lifetime. Yeah. And look, I mean, whilst we all want to get lucky, I think it's super important to buy properties based on the fundamentals of property investing. And the fundamentals is, you know, to not get emotional about property, 
to you know make sure the numbers work because when you're investing in property you're basically uh, running a business. It's completely separate to to buying a property for yourself to live in because when you're buying a property to live in, you're thinking of things like north-facing in nice areas that you want to live in close to cafes and things like that, um, which may not be, may not make business sense. And look at market cycles, looking at demographics, you know, looking at cash flow and, you know, the benefits of positive cash flow versus negative cash flow and you know focusing on the right areas as well so all those things we we had lengthy lengthy conversations about i was more than happy to engage and teach this person because quite frankly he was he was actually motivating me <laughs> with his ambitions so so it was kind of a two-way street to be honest um but look anyway we we one of the first things that i did to was i recommended to him was to actually speak to um a uh, a mortgage broker you know a very um a very a mortgage broker that that was that was quite successful in his own right in terms of building his own portfolio that's kind of been there and done that and you know for a person that saved up 80k in their first year uh sorry not in their first year but at the age of 24 you kind of want to make sure that you maximize you know what you can do with that 80k and to make sure that you know if you are engaging professionals to make sure that you're not just kind of buying something that may not be in your best interest having a buyer's agent with you in a meeting with a mortgage broker makes it easier to understand your financial situation when it comes to purchasing your next property we got chatting to this mortgage broker and because really if you think about property investing it's really about how much you can borrow you know it's how much you can leverage um, you know, that's probably, you know, aside from having the right team around you, one of the most important things that you can figure out, you know, very early on. So the mortgage broker, instead of just working out, okay, you know, you've got 80K, this is how much you can borrow, go off and buy a property. He sat him down, talked about his goals and worked out, okay, you know, let's work out a plan for your next five properties. Okay, so the first property we should go with this particular bank and then the second property we should go with that bank again and then the third property we need to move to this other bank and then the fourth property and fifth property and so on. And the reason why I prefer to work with mortgage brokers that do this is because they really maximize the serviceability of each individual client. So they can, you know, it's it's either a mixture of that they can borrow more and also that they can extract more equity with each purchase uh, because you know the broker and I would be talking about the types of properties that we're buying to get this particular client to reach their goals so it's kind of like a more um, you know there's more kind of synergy I guess across your team and everyone's kind of talking to each other to make sure they're on the same page before they're moving forward. We find out about the current state of this client's property portfolio and how Lou helped build it. It's quite amazing what this client has done because within an 18 month period, he actually managed to purchase five properties um, in total. Um, just again, ensuring that he bought well enough so that he could extract the equity to help him buy his next one and extract the equity again and to buy his next one. And also may, ensuring that the cash flow was actually working for him as well. Um, to ensure that he wasn't, uh, you know, in a position where he was, you know, it was super risky. And it was also helped by the fact that some of the properties that he bought within the five um, achieved a lot of organic growth just based on the market. So, you know, there was a combination of things, but it was really, 
down to you know the types of properties that we ended up finding him um that you know had that distressed element into it so he could extract that equity and also ensuring that they were in you know the right areas with the right fundamentals in place properties that he could add value to which he did um on on two occasions by adding extra rooms to achieve more rent A buyer's agent can also provide you with some confidence to be able to go and look for properties on your own and they're still there if you need any advice. I really focus on houses uh, when I'm looking for uh, for property for my investor client. You know, it, it actually got him to a point that he was so confident and, you know, so so in tune with what and what he needed to do and to reach his goal and what type of properties he needed to buy, he actually ended up, you know, buying his 6th, 7th and 8th property by himself which I was actually very proud of because, you know, it, it kind of proved to me that, well, it didn't prove to prove to me anything, but it, it was just really great to see someone that was, you know, started off just with a lot of ambition and a lot of motivation and to see it put into practice and, you know, me being a very an active role in, into getting him to, to where he is at the moment and where he potentially could go. And I think it's important as well because, you know, obviously in the process of buying five properties for, for someone in such a short time frame, you do end up, you know, getting to know them quite well on a, even on a personal level. So, you know, even his sixth, seventh property, which I, I, I played a very little role in, especially, you know, I played no role in from a business perspective. Like, you know, I was still there to, uh, you know, give him a lot of, of advice and he'd flick me properties and I'd, uh, you know, give him a bit of a rundown on, on whether it's a good property or a bad property. I guess in many ways we've become good friends, you know, as a result of it as well. And I was more than happy to sort of just keep helping him <laughs> throughout his journey. We learn about the position where his client started his property journey and the approximate income that he was on. He was actually on a fairly decent wage at 24. You know, he was above 100K a year. But we, he actually worked other jobs as well outside of, of his normal sort of nine to five-ish job, um, you know, on the weekends and after hours. Um, just thinking back as well, I, I believe he was a, a musician. So I think he taught yeah, students, uh, you know, during his downtime, uh, which brought in additional income it was one of the things that he did. He wasn't really like he was really, you know, focused on making money you know, at such a young age. It wasn't really just about, um, you know, at that point he, he was, you know, again, very green in property investing. He really didn't have any idea on what to do, but he just made a lot of money, is continuing to make a lot of money with, you know, his jobs and just saved everything as much as he could. To be honest, like looking back, he is, I would consider that a bit of an anomaly. You know, most people do, especially at his young age, have a, have a really good balance of, you know, going out and and traveling and all this type of stuff. And he did do that stuff as well, but he just obviously, his main focus was really just getting ahead. Coming up after the break, we'll delve into how much Simon Liu's client's portfolio is worth. I mean, $2.8 million uh, portfolio, you know, that he's achieved within a, a, around about a three-year time frame. I think it's quite an achievement. The experience that he and his team can provide to help his clients. That just kind of helps accelerate that confidence. And, you know, you don't really spend a lot of time thinking about for the last property to settle before you can move on to the next one. And that's next 
I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Have you been looking for months and getting frustrated that each property you've seen seems to be a lemon? Or are you after distress, off-market, high cash flow properties in high growth areas, capital city locations? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you are not alone. For being a loyal listener of the podcast, Simon Liu is offering a free 1-hour strategy session normally valued at $500 to help put together an actionable property plan. To get your free strategy session, simply visit housefinder.com.au and fill out the contact form or call Simon directly on 0415-626-342 and quote Property Investory. Lou shares with us how much the eight properties in his client's portfolio is worth and the risk and reward factor that comes along with having numerous properties in your portfolio. The value of the properties would be around about about maybe two point maybe two point eight to three million in total. And in terms of passive income, like okay, so he 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 when he bought his initial five, he did dip into quite a lot of equity that we extracted from just by buying well. So his cash flow at the moment when I last spoke to him would have been it would would have been still been positive before depreciation but I believe now his focus on his ninth and 10th property are properties that are bringing in much higher cash flow just to make sure that he's not in in uh, in a very risky uh, risky position uh, because like I said um, uh, previously when you have more properties, you're more exposed to things that go wrong. You know, when you've got one or two properties, you get a phone call from your property manager maybe once a month about a leaking tap or a broken hot water tank or, you know, a tenant that's not paying rent. But when you've got eight or nine or 10 or 15 or 20 properties, you know, that phone call becomes much, much more frequent almost on a weekly basis. So, you know, like I said before, treating property like a business is not just every single property, but a portfolio as a whole. You need to make sure that, you know, like any business, you've got income, you've got expenses, and you've got the asset. So it's always important just to make sure your head is above water quite comfortably. Look, I mean, $2.8 million uh, portfolio, you know, that is achieved within a, a, around about a three-year time frame. I think it's it's quite an achievement. And look, I mean, because of a little bit, you know, organic growth and, and by buying well, his LVI isn't that, um, or his loan-to-value ratio isn't that bad either. You know, because I think when people talk look at this strategy, they assume that they're just leveraging, leveraging, leveraging and getting themselves, you know, really heavy in debt. But that's not really the case because, you know, by buying well, like truly buying well, based on comparables, you know, you're kind of starting off with a lower LVR already, you know, because the value's there with the property that you buy. So, so yeah, I think, um, I think, I think that's a really great achievement on his behalf. We delve into how he helped his client buy the first five properties and as a buyer's agent, what type of properties was he looking for to get them started? These properties were, when we first started looking, they were all in Brisbane. They were a mixture of north side and south side of Brisbane. Um, all within 30 kilometers. Um, all of them we managed to buy actually below $300,000 except for one, which was slightly above $300,000. They were all houses. Um, they were all on around about sort of 600-ish square meters. 
Um, they were all single story. So just low set, really standard, um, you know, your kind of, um, you know, brick, uh, three, four bedroom type properties. And, you know, they were all just easily rented out, you know, and easy to maintain. So, you know, the, the areas uh, in specifically, you know, would be, look, I, I wouldn't go into specifics in terms of, you know, what kind of suburbs or anything like that. But, you know, they were in the Morton Bay Shire Council and also the Logan Shire Council. Yeah. Mix of north and south. Um, we ensured that the fundamentals were definitely there with the cash flow, first and foremost. Um, and also, obviously, you know, coming again to the value of the properties as well. Um, you know, making sure that they were below market value. But I think one of the things that we really look for was properties that you could, that had owner-occupier appeal. You know, because we we want to make sure whatever property we're buying that you could sell it you know and you could sell it for a, a a profit hopefully and the people when they buy when you're selling a property the people that gener generally pays the most are people that buy properties to want to live in you know so they fall in love with the property emotionally or they see potential in it so we really kind of had a focus on that as well that the the exit strategy for any property is important and you know like I said to to this particular client, like, you know, we we want to we always want to aim to sell a property after it's achieved a certain amount of growth, so we can take the profits. But I think the reality is sometimes you might find yourself in a position where you are forced to sell a property, you know, whether it's a position where it's in your control or not. So you know, things happen in life. Mm -hmm. Property is a long term game. Mm -hmm. If you're looking at a ten or fifteen year or twenty year period, there may be a time where you know, you, you have to sort of consolidate your debt a bit and put yourself in a less risky position. So, you know, those kinds of properties that we bought, uh, we, you know, we made sure they were sort of in nice sort of quiet family-friendly areas, you know, that was close to transport and shops and schools and parks and close to the CBD, obviously, um, and properties that you could sort of had to liquidate, you could, you could do that. <music> When you hire a buyer's agent to help you buy properties, you not only get them, but they provide a team around you to help you succeed. I think that's helped a lot by, you know, um, and this is going to maybe come across as a little bit biased, but, you know, by having, you know, I guess everything kind of just, most of the things just done for him, you know, in terms of the negotiating and, you know, organizing inspections and introducing, you know, again, you know, the full suite of te your, the team that makes up your team, like, you know, your broker, your property manager, your solicitors, your tradies, your building and pest guys, you know, that just kind of helps accelerate that confidence. And, you know, you don't really spend a lot of time thinking about for the last property to settle before you can move on to the next one. And look, don't get me wrong as well, like during this entire period, we were in constant communication. So it was all about where are you at? You know, what's uh, what do we need to do now? What's the next step? Whether it was finding a tenant or negotiating on the building and pest uh, report or, you know, extracting equity and using the equity to move forward to buy your next property. So it was like, uh, I guess, I guess, you know, having having the right team around him and having the right, you know, guidance as well kind of helped him accelerate quite significantly. Yeah, you know, like all I can say is, you know, I, I wish I had that kind of <laughs> support when I first started buying property because you know when I when I bought my first property I you know I, at 
26 when I bought my first property, I, um, I certainly made a lot of mistakes, you know, and I continue to make mistakes. And it's not about not making mistakes because you will make mistakes, you know, regardless if you, even if you engage, uh, you know, the most property successful, uh, the most successful property investor out there, but it's about minimizing those mistakes as much as possible. And, you know, because, you know, if you make a mistake in the world of property, it's mostly a lot of the time very costly. <laughs> He shares with you how a buyer's agent and their team allow you to research property interstate without having to be on site. He's actually based in Sydney. He did everything remotely, which initially he it was it was quite daunting for him. He ended up did flying up, you know, to check out his properties um, at some point. But you know, every property when we first started, every property I sent him, he wanted to fly up and inspect and all this type of stuff. I'm like, look, I've got a team that does that. <laughs> um, you know, they don't they're, they're very unbiased, so you know they come back to you. Uh, with a lot of feedback on the property, it's just—it's not just like, oh yeah, he's the—he's uh, the property in the living room and the bathroom. It's like, okay, you know, this property has a crack here. It's there's a there's a safety hazard there. It's missing three fence palings. You know, the like it, like the the feedback is thorough enough so that you can make a business decision from Sydney, from interstate. And there's enough photos and maybe even a video to to uh, to to show you every single defect of the house. Um, and not only that, obviously we do all the due diligence such as building and pest inspections and, and, and all that type of stuff to make sure that, you know, there's nothing majorly wrong with the house. Yep. Yep. I think buying interstate, like for me with my own portfolio, when I first started buying, like I, I personally, I'm a very risk adverse person. Um, and I did fly up to, to see a lot of these properties and what actually became apparent to me was I, I was missing out a lot of deals by actually seeing them physically. Because I, um, I, I think I got caught up in the emotions of it a bit too much. You know, when you fly up, you you see these properties and you see these, uh, and you start critiquing them from an emotional level, and you and you kind of miss out on 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 properties that could have been excellent deals. Uh, you know, from a numbers perspective, but you didn't buy them because buy them because maybe they were facing the wrong direction, or maybe they were like you know slightly sloping block or something like that. You know. And look, I mean, nobody, everyone wants a perfect property, but nobody realizes, well, you know, a lot of people don't realize that there's no such thing as a perfect property and everything has a value. You know, if there is a perfect property where it's flat level block, north facing, you know, all those five minutes walk to the train station, another six minutes walk to Westfield, whatever it is, you know, you do get to a point where you kind of have to think, okay, it's a great property, but how much is it? You know, how much can I pay for it? Whereas the, the, the property next door may not have those, um, you know, may not be, or maybe the next street um, may not have the, a lot of those emotion, that emotional appeal. But if you're buying that particular property at a low enough price, you're still going to make money out of it. You know, this people will still want to live in it at some point in time. So, yeah, I mean, it's just drawing a line between being emotional and, and, and making a... Um, an investment decision. I mean, obviously, I've been doing it for a very long time, and not very, not a very long time, sorry. But I've bought a lot of properties, so you know, a lot of it is second nature to me. But for someone starting out, yeah, it's it's definitely a daunting thing. Thank you to buyer's agent Simon Liu, our guest on this special episode of Invest Like a Pro presented by Housefinder. 
Also, for being a loyal listener of the podcast, I've asked Simon to offer a free one-hour strategy session, normally valued at $500, to help you put together an actionable property plan. To get your free strategy session, simply visit housefinder.com.au and fill out the contact form or call Simon directly on 0415-626-342 and quote, property investory.